Hi, everyone. Welcome back to EDU Me, the podcast that is focusing on bridging the gap and fostering a stronger relationship between parents and schools by empowering parents to become partners in their children's education. I want to reintroduce who I am to you because it's been a while and sometimes we forget when we are living our daily lives as to why am I listening to her and what information is she giving me from what authority? I wanted to share a little bit about me. My name is Poonam Saxena and I am the host of EDU Me. I am the mother of four young adult children. They are ages 25 to 21. And I have a master's degree in education with almost 30 years of education experience between teaching and volunteering in my children's schools. I worked with the teachers and administrators to ensure that they knew that there was a parent ally in their corner who actually understood the education system and who could kind of navigate it on the periphery to make systemic changes in education. Now, I did that because I understood the education system having taught, but as a parent, I could also see the challenges that students and teachers were facing. So I wanted to bring a little more calm and homogeneity into the education system from the parent point of view. So I did that for almost 20 years until my twins graduated, until my kids graduated from high school. And when they did graduate and they went off to college, I allowed myself six months to do nothing, just kind of enjoy and relearn how to be me. And quite frankly, I decided I didn't want to do anything else in education. I had done it for almost 30 years. I needed a change. I wanted to do something different. And six months later, as I was talking to a friend of mine, she said, you know, you should really do a podcast about all of your experiences as a parent, all of your experience as a parent. Well, there you go. That is how EDU Me started. It started in October of 2019 and is growing by leaps and bounds. And so, so, so excited to have you here to share this journey with me. So before I get into the crux of what we're going to talk about, I have a favor to ask you. I'd love for you this week to go to iTunes and leave me a review. The more reviews EDUMI gets, the higher it gets ranked in their algorithm, and the more people we draw into our community. So please take just a moment and leave me a review this week. So now, here we go. Are you ready? The episode you've been waiting for forever, right? Kidding. Do as I say, not as I did. And I say that because I absolutely stunk at taking care of myself, at taking care of myself. I was the worst person. So February is all about self-care and taking care of ourselves and prioritizing ourselves, doing something small every single day that is just for us. 
We don't normally do that as parents, but we really need to. And I share this as a parent of young adults because I sucked at it when my kids were younger. I did nothing for myself. It was a constant go, go, go hamster wheel scenario that I was on for my children and my husband and even our parents. So it was exhausting. And what's really interesting is because I never took time for myself, I would always turn around and go, huh, why am I losing my temper? Why am I so tired? Why am I so grouchy? Does that sound familiar? Well, that was my life for many, many years. So do as I say, not as I did, because I was a very poor example of someone who took care of herself when my children were growing up. It seems that self-care since the pandemic has been high on our radar. Everyone's talking about self-care. Make sure you take time for yourself. Make sure you're relaxing. Make sure you're prioritizing yourself. Okay, that's great. But if you are like I am, I think, well, when am I going to do that? I'm already maxed out, especially now that my kids are at home or not at home or whatever hybrid phase of life you're in in your child's school situation. How am I supposed to do this? I will admit EDU Me has had many, many episodes on self-care, but this one's going to be a little different. I promise you. So there are four parts of self-care that I want to share with you today. The first one is our mental self-care. What are you doing to make sure that you are in a mentally safe space? Well, you have to stay calm because that's going to help your mental state of being. When you are able to stay calm, then all of a sudden you find yourself being able to do so many other things that you may not have even imagined. The other thing that I want to share with you about our mental well-being is we have to understand our strengths. We have them. We all have them. But we need to recognize what they are. And we also need to realize and recognize what we're not so great at. Because what we're not so great at, maybe we can just either let it drop off the face of the earth or we can find some help. When we are able to do both of these things, staying calm and understanding our strengths and challenges, we can be in a mentally stable place. That's super important. Let's talk about the physical self-care that we need to be doing. Everyone says, oh my gosh, you should be exercising and you should be doing, taking this online exercise class, or you should be running 14 miles every single day. As a long distance runner, I'm telling you that I can't do that. 
but I have to prioritize the physical aspect of my life so that I can take care of my physical my physical body. And when I take care of my physical body, I'm taking care of lots of other parameters, like our mental well-being. And we're going to talk about emotional and social well-being here in just a few moments. But what does our physical well-being mean? It means getting out and doing something, getting out of your chair and doing some kind of physical activity. When you get your heartbeat racing, all of a sudden you have adrenaline pumping through your body and giving you more energy, more space to think and create. The other part that I find the most beneficial of the physical part of taking care of myself is finding my mental zone. I actually can run long distances because I'm able to focus on anything and everything going on in my head, because nothing else is distracting me. The phone isn't distracting me. My kids aren't distracting me. I don't have to worry about whether the laundry needs to be put into the dryer or whatever the case may be. It is just me and my, my running shoes and my thoughts. That really has helped me personally find my calm and my peace. And and also, I'm taking care of myself. So let's continue on this journey. The third thing I want to talk to you about is your emotional well-being. We talk about emotional well-being all the time, right? Oh, you know, they seem to be okay. How are they handling stress? How are they handling this challenge? Whatever the case may be, we talk about it quite a bit, even though we may not be cognizant of it. But being emotionally well means being present not thinking about everything else going on or what is next on your to-do list. It is actually paying attention to what is going on right now and enjoying where you're at in that moment. I had to learn how to manage my time better because I have too many things on my plate. I have a to-do list. I have a lot of things that I want to check off for the day. I am often not present. But when I am present, I enjoy so much more the activity that I am doing. It helps with my emotional well-being. And I'm pretty sure it can help you as well. The last thing that I want to talk to you about today is your social well-being. How well are you actually handling social, the social construct right now? Think about how our social lives have changed dramatically in the last 13 months. It's really unbelievable. We went from being able to go outside and go shopping and go out to eat and do all of these social things to no, 
We're not able to do that anymore. We're stuck in the house or we're masked up and we're gloved up before we even leave the house. What a difference 13 months makes in our lives and also in our social well-being. Because we're not socializing in person as much, the paradigm has shifted quite a bit. So I'm going to share with you a couple of things that I think might help. And I'm saying all of these things to you, but I'm really also saying them to me because again, I'm the world's worst at following my own advice. So here's what I'm going to share with you about social well-being. Be who you want to be and put it out in the universe. Right now, you can reinvent yourself because really no one is seeing anyone else. So if you want to go gray and stop coloring your hair, go for it. Nobody's going to care. But it may help you socially to not have to deal with the ramifications of someone going, oh my gosh, look at that. But put, and I'm using that example as one that is true, that is because it has happened during the pandemic, but it's also being authentic to who you are and not hiding behind some social construct that has been put out by TV ads and by social norms, whatever that is. Be who you want to be and put it out into the universe. You'll be so happy you did. And you want to also focus on the footprint that you want to leave with the world. If anything has come good out of this pandemic, it is that we've had a lot of time to think and process, self-reflect and reevaluate. And again, re-energize and rebuild who we are. And we can do that because now we get to be authentic. No one knows if you turn your camera off in a Zoom meeting what you look like. And if you're on Clubhouse, seriously, no one knows what you look like, except for in your profile pic. These four parts of self-care are so vitally important to what we have, to what we need to be doing for ourselves right now. Right now, before everything opens back up in the next, hopefully, few months, we have the opportunity to do this. I strongly encourage you to sit back and reflect on what you want to do and how you want to do it. Like I said in the beginning, February is self-care and prioritize yourself month at EDUME. So every day, On social media this month, I'm going to share with you a self-care tip that you can do very easily. Doesn't require a lot of work, but it does require you to enjoy doing something for yourself. Most of them will take you less than five minutes to do. And I know each of us can do that for five minutes. So make sure that you're following me on Instagram and Facebook 
at the edu me so that you can make sure that you are getting all those tips. And so you also can share your tips with me, because I'm very, very excited to see what you do for yourself. We are on this journey together. And I want to make sure that we are interacting so that we all feel supported as we move forward. So I've got two things that I would like for you to do for me, please. I would like for you to do something for yourself every single day, even if it's five minutes. And like I said, I'm going to be sharing what I'm doing so that hopefully you you can do it as well, or you can do something for yourself. And again, I'm putting these out there for you But it's just as much for me too, because again, I am not very good at taking care of myself. So do as I say, not as I do, or not as I did. And the last thing that I'd like to ask you to consider is leaving EDU Me a review. By doing so, we build a stronger community because more people will find us and we can begin to grow our our team, because we're on the same team, and that is to raise productive, kind, compassionate children. And when we partner with our children's schools, their teachers, their administrators, we are well on our way for cementing that for our successful young adult children. So as we wrap up, I'd like to thank you for allowing me to come into your day and spend a few moments with you sharing some things that I'd like to see you and I do more of. And in the process, we're doing something even better. We are continuing to work together to educate our children better, whether we do it by example or however else you choose to do so. Get involved, do what you need to do for yourself, your children, and make sure you help your teachers out right now because they are on the front line of keeping all of the wheels turning in the right direction. So pat your child's teacher on the back and let them know that you're most appreciative and that you are willing to help them in any way that you are able to. So until next week, Tune in to our Instagram and Facebook stories every day for this month. We will see you next week with a new episode with Tiffany Wong. You are not going to want to miss it. Take care, everyone. Stay safe and take care of yourselves. Bye.